we present another episode of your own serial, Castlewick Light. The vicar's unwise affair with his married housekeeper is becoming more and more a talking point in Castlewick. Jeremy is now working in the light behind the bar. This not only gives Billy some additional muscle when it's needed, but allows him a little more time for keeping the garden tidy. Turn it off, Billy. You've got a visitor. What's that, love? I said shut that thing off. Your social workers come to see you. Hang on a sec. I'll just turn this off. Good to see you striding across the lawn, Billy. Well, I know there's nothing in the way apart from molehills. Where are you standing? Mind the mower. Go right a bit. Ah, that's it. Finding me way around nicely nowadays. Oh, it's hot. My word, this is clever, isn't it? Who rigged this up? A young man we've just taken on as bar staff. Jeremy. You saw him as we came through. Oh, yes, I remember. This is amazing, you know. I've never seen it done like this before. No, well, you see, we invented it by trial and error. It's all thanks to that bleeper of yours. I stick it on the fence and mow directly towards it. So why do you need all this string? Ah, well, that's the clever bit. Jeremy thought of it. You hold the mower in one end and let the string run through the other end. Like this, see? It's attached to the fence at both ends, so if you think you're not quite in a straight line, you can give it a tug and it's obvious. Bleeper tells me how far I've got to go. Then when he's mown up and down a couple of times, he takes down that particular piece of string so he knows how much lawn he's already cut. <laughs> he's really quite amazing. But a little Heath Robinson, Billy, there are easier ways. It's no good telling him, Mrs Rayburn. No taint. Much more fun doing it for yourself. Well, I wish all my clients had your determination. Well, life wouldn't be worth living if you sat around and let everybody do it for you, would it? See that patch down beyond the table, where I'm pointing? Where? Oh, yes, I see where you mean. That's where I'm planting potatoes. We're going to have bar chips grown on the premises soon. Honestly, I don't think there's much for me to do this time. Anything you want me to get you? Don't think so. Yes, there is, please, Mrs. Rayburn. One of those little gadgets for whistling when you fill a cup of tea. He keeps using his fingers and I can't bear to watch it. Sure, I'll bring one next time. Has the mobility officer been again? Jimmy Irwin? Yes, once or twice. I'm still taking time to learn getting around the town. Haven't dared to take the train to Mendelssohn yet. Well, of course not. It's unfamiliar territory. It all takes time. But you're certainly getting on fine at home. I'm most impressed with this rig up. My colleagues at work are never going to believe oh, it. Oh, go on, Mrs Rayburn. Come along in and have a cup of tea, unless you prefer something stronger. Oh, Clive, enough. Wish I could stay all day. We haven't got all day. We've got no time at all. We're due round at Tom's Hut in ten minutes. Oh. Oh, Bess, we can't go on like this. We'll have to tell Jeremy. Well, tell him what? I don't even know what I want myself. Well, I know what I want. Well, I don't. It's not as simple as that. I'm still in love with Jeremy, and there it is. And me? You? Well, aren't you in love with me as well? Yes. Yes, I am. Well, that's the problem. 
Oh, you'll have to give me time, Clive. Let's just keep it uncomplicated. Uncomplicated? It's tearing me apart. Come here. There. You'll have to give me time until I can get things straight. I promise I won't keep you waiting one moment more than necessary. All right. Doesn't do to rush things like a bull in a china shop. Oh no, who said that? Oh, blimey, look at the time. Oh, we'll get there. Eight minutes dead, come on. Come in, Alice, come in. The Major's here already. Oh, sorry to take up your time, Miss Peggs. I know you're busy. Afternoon, Major. A good day to you, Mrs. Palmer. Here, uh, come and sit by me. Oh, thank you. That's right. So what seems to be the trouble, Alice? You sounded rather agitated on the telephone. Well, to be honest, I'm furious. I feel let down and, and hoodwinked. That there vicar's taken all of us in, good and proper. Dear me, uh, what's our parish priest been up to now? Well, if you'll excuse me coming straight to the point, he made a pass at our Mary in church. Made a pass? You know what she means, Major. He tried Well, he to... didn't actually... You mean he actually attempted Well, to... not completely. He didn't get any further than... Put it the... this way. He made overtures. Am I correct? Well, yes, I suppose that's right. Well... Hey, take your <laughs> breath away, Major. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me a bit. I knew he was heading that way all along. Oh, but Mary wouldn't let him. She pushed him off and ran out of the church. It was days before she could bring herself to tell me about it. It's unbelievable. It isn't at all. You should read your papers. Yes, but here in Castlewick, in our own church. Right in front of the altar. No respect for the cross. Well, good for your Mary. That's what I say. What I came to say is it can't go on. My sentiments exactly. Yes, but, but supposing there was another explanation. What other explanation could there be? Blatantly living with a mistress and now attempting to seduce one of his Sunday school teachers? Well, a man is innocent unless he's proved guilty. My mare is no fool, Major. She'd never imagined something that wasn't there. No, I mean, well, well, supposing she misunderstood what he... Well, well to put it another way, it could have been a case to of... To my mind, it's quite clear. Well, I have no doubts either. She told me they were talking about Rose Perry. And she just accused him of lying to her about Rose's husband being dead. Well, I put her straight on that one. Yes, I know. So, you see, Major, I was quite right all along. There's no alternative. We shall have to go and complain to the bishop. Oh, dear me. Well, I'd rather keep out of this. But Major, we have no choice. And I'm relying on you. Are you coming with me or not? Oh, gosh, I, I suppose. Well, yes, it looks as if I must. Alice? Oh, not me, please. If there's any publicity, I want my family's name kept out of it. And I promised Mary that she could trust me not to let anybody Very well, know. then. Just the two of us, Major. And very reluctantly, too, I must say. Oh, very well, then. I'll ring the bishop up as soon as I get home. Just too good an opportunity to miss. You know, Tom, a bit like fate. And it's right near to the light, close to the harbour. Couldn't be better, in fact. Still can't place it, Chloe. Oh, of course you can, Tom. Think, Calvin's. Wait a bit. You mean the old sweet shop and tobacco? That's got it, Calvin's. Not surprised he couldn't keep going. What with warnings about smoking and warnings about what sweets do to your teeth. Yeah, there's like nothing in your food, Quite. Poor old Phil Calvin. 
So he's gone under as well. Sorry to hear it. Still, it's a good site, as you say. Health foods, eh? Not a bad idea. Health foods and freshly caught local fish. They'll never mix. Fish smell. Different sort of trade altogether. Oh, we don't think so. Properly laid out with a wall and modern ventilation, we think it could be an enormous added attraction. Do you now? And where are you going to get your freshly caught stuff? No, well, that's easy, Tom. You. Me? Well, we'd like you to come in with us. You catch the fish first. Depends on the tides, Clive. You know that. And I can't be in two places at once. No. Well, we were rather hoping we might persuade Mary to do the actual serving behind the counter. Could be, I suppose. She knows all about gutting and filleting. Exactly. Well, we'll be able to offer herring, cod, plaice... And mackerel when it's around, and lobsters and crabs. I could easily drop a few pots like I used to in the old days. And another thing, fresh fish like cod should be left for a few hours, so you could always put it on ice for the next day. We've thought of that. There's room for a large freezer. Yeah, and we've even got the chance of installing a smoking room at the back. Smoking room, eh? Kippers and bloaters and smoke room. Well, that's a thought now. Yeah, it sounds as though you're half convinced. Well, let's say I'm interested. Got to talk it over with Alice and Mary first. Give me a couple of days. You can have a couple of weeks if you like. Taking over the premises is going to be slow. Bound to be. Yeah, even with me handling the sale and Beth doing the legal side. Oh, well. Great. It's a start anyway. Well, it's very good of him to spare us some of his valuable time. Yes, I, I'm most grateful. Uh, oh, next Wednesday, three o'clock. Hmm? Thank you so much. Goodbye. Well done, George, dear. You were masterful. Masterful? I wasn't. Look, look, I'm trembling. Good heavens, so you are. That's not like you. You were never like this in the army. I was, you know, Eleanor. You were never with me when I was in real battles. Oh, I know the Falklands was easy for me. They kept me well behind the lines. But Korea was something else. I still dream about some of those dreadful moments. Now, George, pull yourself together. This isn't war. It's not bodies and bombs and napalm. Eleanor, dear, is almost worse. It's sending a man to his execution. It's ruining a man's career. After all, he's doing no worse than many other men. So far as we know, we may find a few more skeletons in the cupboard before we've finished. And anyway, he's not many other men. He's a vicar. It's like being a politician, only more so. You've got to be an example. Your conduct has to be above reproach. I can't help thinking we're being terribly old-fashioned. I'd rather be that than condone some of the things that go on today. Anyway, I'll go and make a pot of tea. What time was it, your appointment with the bishop? What? Oh, oh, three o'clock Wednesday. Over the top at 1,500 hours. Want me to come too? Uh, no, thanks, dear. I'm sure Dorothy and I can handle it together. Only wish we didn't have to. Uh, he may not be much of a vicar, but he's quite a nice chap, really. Not in my book, George. What you're doing is right. Thanks to young Jeremy here, who read it all up, I've managed to mow the whole lawn by myself. Lord, it's marvellous. Wonder what you'll think of next. Anyway, you take over, Jeremy. Just want to pop down to the cellar and change a barrel over. Sure, Billy. Uh, which one? Broadside. Broadside, that. Second from the left. Second from... Oh, yes. Uh, give me a yell when you want me to pull. Oh, he's a case, isn't he? He's a very brave man, Tom. Put himself back on his feet and then started doing the same for others. Others? 
Well, me for one. Oh, yes. Well, you're looking a lot happier, that's true. Certainly am. Nothing worse than not having anything to do. And working in here, I even get to meet my wife from time to time. Hello? What's up? Funny, funny sort of smell. But if the kitchen's all right. Christ! Quick, Tom! The round the back! Quickly! Over the bar! I think the chip pan's caught fire! Kitchen's a mass of flame and smoke! Quickly! Oh, blimey! Here we go again! Coming! <laughs>